When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another kind of funny screencast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Roger Roger, Roger Percorny. It's so weird seeing the screencast thing again. It's, I made I that. I forgot about that. <laughs> Wait, did I'm you just, really? I, well, I didn't make the, the intro, but I made the logo, remember? Oh my god, over, yeah. I don't remember that, Roger. I really fucking don't Dude, remember honestly, that. Dude, honestly, that, that was the reason why I got into art school was because I had I had like images of like Kevin like with like the screencast logo and everything. That. Like yeah. it was it was a huge part of my life. That's Dude, awesome. That's hilarious. Hilarious. It's cool to see. It's cool to see. It's yeah, cool to see. Hey, that is that is amazing. Holy shit. And uh, <laughs> joining us as well is the sad boy himself, Barrett Courtney. All you'll ever be to them is a number. Oh, I'm so excited that we're back and we're talking Bad Batch, y'all. I'm so excited. We are, because this is the Kind of Funny Screencast, the return of the Kind of Funny Screencast, where each and every week we get together to talk about and review the latest movie and TV show episodes. Uh, It's very, very cool because we're doing it at least once a week. But sometimes, like this week, we're doing multiple things. Uh, We're going to be doing weekly reviews of MCU's What If we are doing right now, the season review of Star Wars The Bad Batch. And soon, the next day or two, we're doing a movie review of Free Guy. And that's kind of the versatility of screencasts. I like the idea that it could be one-off episodes, movies, or entire seasons, and we're going to have fun. And anytime that we want to talk about movies or TV shows, this is where we're going to do it. Uh, Upcoming next week, we're even going to do a more traditional screencast episode that is kind of like a montage of us getting together, talking about all the different shows we've been watching, including Dave, Season 2, Blind Spotting, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. It's going to be a good time. Ton of fun stuff. Uh, But we are not talking about all that today. We're talking about Star Wars, the Bad Batch on this beautiful show that you can get on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny or Roosterteeth.com. And if you want to get it as a podcast, search for Kind of Funny Screencast on your favorite podcast service. And if you want to get the show ad free, Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny is where you want to be. If it's not clear, I haven't actually set an intro for the show and I am just rambling and I hit everything, guys. I hit everything I had to hit. So I'm feeling I, I think, you, I think you nailed it. For for a show that was able to survive you killing it, I think, uh-huh. uh, yeah. and for us uh, doing screencasts for the first time in a while, I think you nailed mm-hmm. the intro here, Tim. Just like, just like Clone Wars, you know? It, it, it lived, <laughs> it died, it came back, and yeah. now it's back again in a slightly different form. With the, exactly, with the Exactly, so, exactly. So it's it's been a while, boys, since yeah. uh, we've talked Bad Batch. I think yeah. episode four or five was the last one. Uh, we re- we, we reviewed about. the first four episodes uh, from mm-hmm. uh, my memory. And then here we are, episode 16. We just watched it last night. So now we're ready to talk about it. Barrett, I want to start with you. Uh, and you can start wherever you want, whether it's just the finale or the season as a whole. Go for it. 
Uh, I thought this was a very good first season, of course. Uh, you know, I don't know if they had confirmed a second season when they had started this show. Um, I think, didn't they confirm a second season? I think like halfway through the se- season one or something like that. Or Two weeks ago was okay. the official confirmation. There was okay. a lot of rumors. The animation's kind yeah. of hard to hide because right. people are working on it so early. So yeah. it's like there are a lot of rumors that there would be a season two. And like the way that the season was last. like pacing itself out, it felt like, yeah, they're not, this isn't just a one and done kind a deal uh and i thought it was a a solid first season i really loved the core story of uh the bad batch um them dealing with the kind of aftermath of order 66 uh the kind of uh interpersonal relationships with like hunter and um oh gosh uh omega and then uh oh gosh why am i blanking on his name um the the snipey boy the snipey crosshairs. boy crosshair crosshair, crosshair. <laughs> um, <Snipey> boy. <laughs> and like that kind of um, the relationship and how it kind of crumbles and how that kind of was the core story throughout the entire season and also uh, Omega being part of the the bad batch and kind of like learning you know learning to be with this new family and traveling across the galaxy and um i think the way uh the last two episodes kind of ended because they're kind of calling it a part one and part two of the finale um just really hit uh emotionally on all cylinders i think uh i think overall as a season though um i think it runs into a little bit not as much of the problem as clone wars did because obviously a full clone Wars season was like 22 to 25 episodes there was uh we talk about it all the time there's a lot of filler uh for a lot of those seasons and I, I think even though this was only 16 episodes I, I think we still get a good amount of filler some that was like really fun uh, and really unexpected with some uh, tie-ins from other characters whether it's Clone Wars or Rebels uh, which we or Mandalorian or Mandalorian, uh, which we should expect because this is the Dave Filoni Star Wars verse that he is uh, building something towards right um, and so yeah I, I think I think it was a solid first season. There were some times where I was like really kind of like zoning out for some episodes because I was like, yeah, I don't need to learn how Jabba got his fucking rancor in episode six. Like, I don't need that episode. There's a couple of other episodes uh, similar to that uh, as well. Still a lot of fun moments. And yeah, like these last two episodes uh, that are quote unquote the finale, like really hit. There's a there's a moment in episode 15 where it's it's right before uh, uh, the Camino goes down and all is quiet and you just get all of these shots of uh, the like inside Camino just like empty and it really hit of that moment of like you know we've had so many moments throughout the Star Wars. Um, lore that covered this kind of era that have felt like, man, this is a new era for uh, this this universe. It's no longer the, the Republic. We're going into the Empire. But I really appreciated that it, it, we got that from a different perspective this time and seeing it from the perspective of the clones, of seeing Kamino empty, knowing that it's about to be destroyed, and you're like, god damn. You're like, yeah, this is... This is no longer the Republic that they knew and that we knew so much through uh, this show, specifically uh, Clone Wars. Um, and, yeah, there's a, a lot of emotional moments uh, for me personally. And I, I, I really liked how they kind of tied things together in this uh, this last episode. Uh, and I'm excited to see where they where they go with it. And I'm sure we'll have uh, some stuff to talk about with that very last scene and, and stuff like that. But, yeah, that's that's how I felt overall. Raj? 
Um, I think it's fine. The entire show. Like I, I, I was pretty high on it in the beginning, but then as I started to go through the series and I, I, for, for context, I stopped watching it pretty much after we did our last episode rewatch. And then I kind of binged them all the last week. Um, and, and watching them all, I, it just, it just felt like really bloated to me. And I think that a lot of the moments for, would just be a lot better if this was a mini series. And I, I, don't particularly love every time that they kind of snuck in a Filoni verse character. And like, it just felt very forced like Hera being in there and like all these characters just somehow are related to the bad batch. Just like all of the origins just <laughs> intertwined together. Like it's, it's kind of the, it, it takes away from, I think the core dynamic of the characters. And it also makes me look back. Like I look back at a lot of these moments and I'm like, what did echo do entire the entire season? Like he kind of did nothing like 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 tech didn't really do anything either other than just be tech. Like I I, I really would have loved a it was, lot. It more. was really Hunter's show. Yeah. And like it, even it's, then, just, it's like I'm sorry to interrupt. But yeah, it's like yeah. Hunter's show. It's like what did Hunter do? It was a mega show. And it's like, yeah, like um, Hunter was kind of only there to be the guy that says yes to things. And that was yeah. kind of it. It felt like. Yeah, and all he did was just he Omega was like, "Hey, I, I want to go with you." He's like, "No, nah, you shouldn't go with me. Ah, maybe you should come with me." Ah, like that's like every episode. Like it just, I I really do think that the show has a good story if it was in eight hours of and it just ended. Like I I don't think for me at the ending I wasn't excited for that season two. Like I'm not looking forward to it. Like even Rebels at the ending of season one, I was like, I'm down for this. Like I'm down for a Jedi apprentice in between episode three and four. Like that's an interesting idea for me. This I'm like I would rather they just end this and then just do another mini series of like Rex or something like that. Like why was he wearing that hood? Like where where was he? Like that's more interesting to me than anything that was going on in the show. And I think that as a whole, like it was fine. Uh, I just I think this is the weakest of the Filoni verse. Um, yeah. Was was that him in that episode where it's the sisters from season uh, seven of Clone Wars? Correct. Um, I, I forget their names, but they, yeah, they talked to someone. Was that, was that intended to be Rex? Is that what the implication was? Oh, I don't remember. Honestly. Yeah. Because like, it, I just, yeah, I was talking about the time when they, when they had to save that dude on the, <laughs> the other clone and the other planets. And then yeah. Rex is like, is like messaging them and he's like, I gotta go. I gotta go. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like it's, I, I, yeah. So as a whole, I think it's, again, it's a fine show. It's just didn't feel like it didn't hit that. It didn't, it didn't make me want that next season. And I don't think it's necessarily earned for me. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that the show has, has many moments of star Wars brilliance. And I, I think that those, those moments are kind of like Roger saying, surrounded by a lot of bloat and like Barrett's talking about a lot of filler. And it's like, I, I don't like using the word filler. Cause I feel like it kind of, seems like an empty criticism but this is a perfect example of it now it's like no it's accurate like that is yeah. what this is and, uh, like and, yeah because a lot of people use filler to like when it's not plot heavy but when exactly. when you do stuff that's not plot heavy there's still yeah there's still character development there's yeah. stuff like that that's important and i don't think we really got that balance this season whatsoever to me to me the filler in this is kind of something that uh roger was alluding to which is this i this concept of all right the clones need to go make money on this planet. So they're going to go and they're going to tell Omega to stay on the ship. <laughs> and then Omega's going to be like, oh, gee, guys, I want to go, though. And then she's going to they get in trouble and she ends up saving them. 
rinse and repeat. How many times do we need that? Because it yeah. felt like that happened four, five, six times. And that was those moments where it's like, you can be like, oh, it's character development. It's like, no, nah, not really. Like, I didn't get that. I would have much more preferred kind of character-driven moments of conversations and things. Then we do get those. And when we get them, they're, they're actually really, really damn good. Um, and I, I like Omega. I can't wait to see her in, in the future and in other uh, Star Wars properties, potentially live action or, or otherwise. But... Uh, I, I can't help but feel like 16 episodes was way too much for this. Um, I feel like this as a Mandalorian style live action eight episode show could have been fucking fantastic if they took it seriously and told a story and kind of made it a little bit more complete. But I'm not looking forward to season two. I'm going to watch it. And like, I think that there there's enough here that I'm like. I'm hooked and I want to see where they're going, but they're giving us breadcrumbs in way too few crumbs over way too long of a time. And I, to, to give them a compliment with this, I am a little surprised at how it all ended or season one ended. It, it didn't go the directions we thought it would. And I think that Filoni did a really good job of playing with our expectations of, oh man, Wrecker, he's going to turn on them because he. Yeah. yeah. And that was like and, a one. And like, I was surprised how early yeah. that was resolved and stuff like that. But then we had also talked about like how interesting it was with like the decommissioning of the clones and stuff like that. Yeah. And that, like the, the way that that was handled was definitely awesome. like we knew yeah. that like that was going to come in some shape or form. But like still the way that they did, it, I was like, holy crap like the, yeah, the way good. yeah and the the like the emotional weight to it i i, I really felt and and dug uh, and yeah like i i would agree uh for the most part with with roger um with like the there is a lot of bloat and stuff like that and you know i didn't <laughs> mind so much of like the the some of the characters connecting right with like hera um i i, I don't I, I I don't hate or love the twin or not the twin the the sisters from season seven of Clone Wars. I thought that like that was like whatever. Like I don't mind it as much because it's no longer just the family. You know, like we always talk about Star Wars. Like everybody's got to be connected. You know, like you know uh, with like the entire like Skywalker family and stuff. And for me, it, it played out, or at least my interpretation was just like it's a little more coincidental um, that like some of these uh, characters are, are running into each other. And I, I liked uh, seeing like Omega interact with a young Hera and seeing like kind of the the origins of Hera and her family because like we've gotten kind of like teases of like what went down with her family in rebels uh and like we we meet her dad at some point in, in rebels as well so it was like i think i thought it was like there were little moments like that that i thought were cool opportunities to kind of flesh uh those characters out a little more but that, that sure. was just me personally yeah I, I i get that i think that i would have been a lot more fine with that if it didn't happen with two other with another rebels character like in the first episode with caleb dune like I, yeah. I it's it's just like so funny to me that they're like okay well the bad batch is so connected to rebels that two <laughs> of the main characters of the show have intricate like uh, caleb was the, in like five seconds Who yeah cares? but then that's how he hits the clones you know what i mean like it's 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 yeah it's just it just felt like and I, it's so interesting because like that could have been its own like one-off like Hera like backstory like that could have been its own one-off like episode of something yeah but like the fact that it's connected to the bad batch i think takes away from the show and takes away time hmm. that the show kind of needed because like you're right like uh tim like 
the when you're looking back at it like oh it's like i don't want to like shit on filler episodes because it, it is character development but when you look back you're like again like what did echo do like what did tech do like they didn't really have those moments where i felt that they came together as like this really interesting team that you understood all their motives and and what they're going for and i think that by the ending of rebels season one you get a better sense of who these characters are and why you care about and them it, than it, yeah and like what the batch. dynamic is and and stuff yeah. like that and yeah I, I do agree like with especially with like losing one of their comrades to the seduction of the empire you think like their their teamwork and effort would have been a little more broken and i think it would have been a little more interesting to to study that a little more and have that be kind of the the through thread of the season of like they're being broken uh kind of broken up with like their their teamwork because they lost like a an important member to them a brother of yeah. theirs right and then they're That's also so dealing with this new member omega and stuff like that and i think yeah. that would have been a but better fine. way to yeah <laughs> but they're fine they're yeah, killing they're it they're totally <laughs> fine they're just like uh, you know uh you we know, this hey echo pretended to be a droid and that was funny like that was come funny. On. <laughs> um, now, shout so out real, oh real yeah quick, go ahead though, i i just want to say uh jumping off what you just said there i I do think that the absolute best thing the show did was crosshairs because the oh, storyline yeah. was fantastic and the way that they wrapped it up I thought was actually brilliant. Like the 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 push and pull of the last two episodes of him kind of the the, the flip reverse flip heel turn face turn type <laughs> shit but but they never fully went with it which i thought was good like him not joining them i was like thank god that would have yeah. been corny as all shit like the 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 numbers lines like all that stuff it's like they they earned this this was great it's just that i feel kind of got lost over 16 episodes where anytime any episode he was in were yeah. like was my favorite episodes yeah and and there'd, there'd be some episodes like where it wasn't even really about him but he'd be in like a scene like kind of developing like whatever he's doing and then, then it would go to the rest of the episode and you're like this is kind of jarring, weirdly enough. Um, yeah, I totally and agree I, with that. I also, I also appreciated that they literally went against our expectation of he's taken out the chip already. Like, no, it doesn't matter. Oh, like, he's already. So he's, cool. Yeah, I love that. I thought that was great. And I, 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 the way that they're setting him up at the ending feels like a moral gray area where he can be like almost like the Red Hood of like of their group, and yeah. like that, that, that kind of rules. Like, that is my favorite stuff when you get into like into okay is he good is he bad it doesn't really matter like it's he's just himself and that is uh, the best choice that they could have made with that character for sure this show is brought to you by me undies you know how when you're in a nerve-wracking situation and people say imagine everyone in their underwear to make yourself feel comfortable as if imagining a room full of strangers down to their skivvies is what makes us feel comfy me undies believes comfort does not start with imagining but instead it starts with actual comfort me undies designs limited edition prints all the time so you can express yourself every single day. Building your undie collection and picking out which lucky pair gets to meet your butt for the day has never been so fun. Choose prints with corgis, chicken nuggets, your zodiac sign, goofy puns, and more. MeUndies also releases collabs with some pretty big names like the Rolling Stones and Space Jam, A New Legacy, but you have to grab them fast because once they're gone, they're gone for good. Kinda Funny loves MeUndies. You've heard the boys talk about them for years. They're comfort with good designs that make your friends jealous. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies dot com slash morning that's meundies.com slash morning 
We're also brought to you by Faraday Brand. Can it be? It's finally summer, and we're actually gonna have a real summer this year. So naturally, we've started thinking about looking good after a year and some change, because we're going places. This summer is what kind of funny is calling Hot Boy Summer. You saw the jean jacket, you see the haircut, we're doing it big this summer. And that's where Faraday comes in. They make the perfect clothes for the summer. Tim Gettys is the most stylish person I know, and he even loves Faraday Brand clothing. And they're so confident in the quality of their stuff, they have a lifetime guarantee of quality. They'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. And to top it all off, Faraday is giving our listeners 20% off. That's right, 20% off. So stock up on all of your clothes for summer now. Head to FaradayBrand.com and use code MORNING at checkout to snack 20% off all your summer gear. That's code MORNING at Faraday. That is F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com for 20% off. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Upstart. If you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt. Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your credit card debt with a personal loan all online. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit. Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com KFMB. That is upstart.com KFMB. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash KFMB. And, and I uh, also want to kind of echo what Barrett was saying a little bit about the the finale, like kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, just kind of, you know, being this this big epic Star Wars moment. Like when you look back at like a, if you were to make a timeline of events in the Star Wars, like chronology and it's just like okay go the battle of yavin then the you know the battle of this the jakku the like all the fucking random stuff this scarif and it's not always battles but like in my mind right now there's a lot of battles battles. but (laughs) but like the fall of camino like i think is like this show this season did something that's that's pretty freaking cool like camino is one of the what 10 named planets uh, in the Star Wars movies, at least, right? And for it to to fall, and granted, it's not necessarily everyone's favorite, but I think the show did a good job of making it a favorite and making, and making me way more interested. Yeah, yeah. And I I think them destroying it, or I guess just the bases. They didn't destroy the planet. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but I mean, just destroying what we know. The only thing we know, of, uh, <laughs> the only location we know of, Camino, like. I thought is very interesting for the lore going forward, but in some ways worries me where it kind of just feels like there's not a plan with that. It's kind of just like, okay, we did this to, to move them on somewhere else where like going to going back to what we're talking about, about the, is it egregious cameos and is everything too connected? I like when things are connected and I always never really vibed with the criticism of like, it always goes back to tattooing. It's like, yeah, because this is a story started on tattooing and it's like sure. like so many of these things are connected because we're dealing with connected stories however there's good and bad integrations and i think that you know r2 and c3po being as involved in the prequels as they were is an example of really really bad uh storytelling in that respect where when you whenever you have to wipe a character's mind it's like I don't know, <laughs> that's probably probably bad decisions were made that you kind of had to deal with and i think that this is a potential example of that of they made this decision 
Now they're going to have to deal with it later. And do they have they thought that out or not? And things like Rex and or not Rex, um, Hera being in this and and uh, like the the rebels characters, like because they were in this and because we know what happens with them later, that kind of shows it's like, okay, well, why weren't they with the Bad Batch then? You know what I mean? Like, why didn't didn't they help out or did they never kind of interact or whatever? And maybe they do and we see it later. But if that happens, it better feel organic and real or else then it's really just going to be like, all right, Filoniverse is literally just about him creating new characters and connecting them Mm -hmm. at any chance possible. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think that there is something. I I don't know if if Filoni specifically has like a vision for like Hera and like the Bad Batch connecting again, but I think he does have something definitely when it comes to the cloning and like that is what i i see like the most the that's where i see season two like actually at all like i don't see anything else like like in my mind like that's interesting yeah and and like all of the show all of the shows he's been in charge of since the the star wars shows have started on disney plus like that's whether it's all slowly felt like we're putting the pieces of the puzzle together of this whole secret cloning operation i think the the kaminoan uh lady at the end of the uh, the end of this last episode, I think we'll have a, a big hand into whatever we saw at the, what was it, like halfway through or near the end of season two of Mandalorian and stuff like that. Like, I think I think there are things he is definitely thinking out. Like, I don't think he just, I don't think we just destroyed Camino just to have like this moment. I think there are definitely things that we're building towards. And I think those two major things are the secret pl- uh, cloning project and Thrawn. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think that's why, like, Filoni wants these interconnected characters and stories because I, I think we're building to a, a new group of heroes to take on Thrawn eventually. Um, yeah. and I, I think Bad Batch is just another piece of that puzzle uh, building towards uh, that kind of stuff, so... Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, it, so and it, cool. It, it is so cool. And I, I, I think like, and this is something that I always say with Filoni projects is that like season one is always kind of a struggle, and they they definitely learn and uh, go forward. Like I, I would say the strongest season one Filoni has ever worked on is Star Wars Rebels because at the end you're like, all right, fuck yeah, let's go. Like I'm I'm into this cast of characters. Um, and I, I would say Mandalorian uh, season one is right behind that. Um, and so I'm. I'm I'm here for the the slow breadcrumbs for now. Uh, if the next kind of wave of Star Wars shows, uh, season two of Bad Batch, season three of Mandalorian, whatever Boba Fett uh, does, uh, the book of Boba Fett, whatever that is, and some of the other shows, if if it's still just breadcrumbs in the next kind of wave of these shows, then I'll be like, all right, we need to like we need to build to whatever we're building to a little quicker here. Uh, but for now, I'm I'm personally okay with it, um, just because we. There's got to be groundwork uh, laid to to pull that off and to make that emotionally satisfying when we do get the Thrawn fight, when we do hopefully get Ezra back and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so that that's it's, that's my takeaway. It's funny, and you know, not to to go too deep down this this path of you know just Star Wars negativity, but looking at Star Wars as a whole, I think the biggest problem it has is the lack of vision and coherency across all the projects because these floating things are just trying to answer questions that the movie's fucked up, right? Like that clearly is just, they're like, all right, well you gave me this shit for the prequels. So 
I need to make sense with a couple yeah. key things that I can't change. Let's yeah. have some good moments in between. And yeah. now this stuff clearly kind of feels like the same thing for the sequel trilogy, yep. where it's like, all right, well, they fucked up the sequel trilogy, but <laughs> there's a couple key things we have to hit. How After the sequel it? trilogy, they called for a little bit like, hey, we fucked it up again. Can you <laughs> again, come back? Again? <laughs> really? And, then, uh, and that's why, like, I think it's funny, like, and I know we're kind of getting off track here with, uh, like, Bad Batch specifically, but um, when, you know, the end of season two of Mandalorian, where we, there, there's a certain character that has like the dialogue of like you know like untrained power like uh isn't like you, you can't do anything with untrained power it needs to be trained and all that stuff and a lot of people took that as uh Filoni kind of shitting on the last jedi specifically but no i think that's Filoni kind of taking a hit at like the executives of lucasfilm and being like Y'all fucked up so many times, and you need to just fucking trust me. And now I have to fix shit over for you again. So yeah, but so, yeah. But so here, here's my my criticism of it, though. It's like I I just feel like they need to tighten this up because yeah. the vision in this stuff is getting lost and kind of just all over the place. Where it's like the we're all watching all these things and we're seeing the breadcrumbs kind of like line up to this cloning storyline that's going to eventually lead to uh it's fucking Palpatine coming back. <laughs> <laughs> right like that's what's happening and it's just like i i just feel it needs to be a little bit presented in a more concise way that feels like there's weight to it and that, that there's purpose of like it's not just breadcrumbs it's the actual fucking meal that we're, yep. we're moving forward because i i i'm looking at the lineup of star wars shows and it doesn't feel like we're going to eat anytime soon or ever honestly it's just going to be like a lot of little snacks along the way to kind of make the best out of the shit we were given uh and that sucks because i feel like it should be a little bit more than that and it should be better and it could be so i don't know i, I it's i like seeing this interconnected stuff that we're, we're seeing of like the, the the scientist at the end of this is clearly wearing the same outfit as the mandalorian scientist that when we first watched mandalorian we're like that's the camino logo yeah. like Stuff like that is really freaking cool. So obviously there is a vision and I'm happy about that. I just wish that that vision wasn't surrounded with so much seemingly just like cartoon bullshit. Yeah. You know? I, I, and that, that translates to live action too, even with the yeah. Mandalorian, right? Where there, there is a lot of shit around there. But at the end of the day, to end this on a positive note, Star Wars or Mandalorian season two, it ended with Luke Skywalker. Like they fucking did the thing. So I don't want to be like, oh, these TV shows are never going to fully go all in because they did. And mm -hmm. they did what WandaVision didn't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I just I don't think for me, at least, that the Bad Batch is that compelling place where I want the meal. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really want the meal out of the Bad Batch. And I, I, I would have much preferred if there was a bunch of smaller shows that all connected into something. If there was like a bunch of miniseries of hey, like, this is the Bad Badger story. Here's Rex's story. Here's, you know, what's going on in between Ahsoka's story. Like, and then we can all build to, like, a one sh a show where it explains what happened. Essentially, Avenger, like, like, MCU phase yeah. one, but in, like, shorter, kind of, like, condensed miniseries. Like, yeah, that's... Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, and like I think MCU that's what he's four. trying to do, but, like, yeah, it's, it's way too long. Again, it's, like, kind of the original run of Clone Wars. It's, like, not every season needs to be this long. There's a lot of filler, but it eventually gets there. Um, yeah. which, uh, which I'm personally you know, excited that, though, for and hopeful for like that loses people that loses a no, lot I of know, people I know. And, and more than that, that means that a lot of people don't even give it a fucking shot. Whereas yeah. if it was like a condensed type thing where it's like, no, 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 you got to fucking watch this because it's good. I think a lot more people would be like, I'm willing to do that. To, to Roger's point earlier, like Barrett, did you watch this week to week to week to week? 
I kept forgetting about it. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, so yeah, like exactly. I, I would let like two or three episodes build up, and then I, then I'd watch uh, a few at a time. I I tried to stay on top, and I did for the most part. But there was maybe two ch- chunks where it's like, oh fuck, I I missed five episodes, so I need to watch them. And that's when I really started to see the flaws in the show, yeah. where I enjoyed it infinitely more when it was just here's twenty five minutes a week of of something to like this is fun enough to watch right yeah. but when you're watching it as a story back to back to back you're like oh this is pretty thin and like there's we're retreading a lot of things that were semi-interesting the first time less interesting the fifth time yeah that's what's it's so interesting that this is gonna have a second season like i i, I really do want to see what that vision because Floney has to have some form of vision or what he's going for um but i i as a viewer just do not see it at all um so it, it's I uh, I will watch season two, but I don't know if I'll be watching week to week to week unless we do it week to week to week. The videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, we're, we're not going to. And I, I think yeah. that that says a lot. Right. And like, again, we're coming off negative here, but it's be just because we care and we just yeah. We yeah. see the potential and the potential's in this. Like there are brilliant moments in this show, like consistently. Gorgeous. Shot, yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's oh, so pretty. Yeah. But also like so pretty. I know we we're, we're, were like uh, kind of going back and forth on like interconnecting characters, but Cad Bane coming in. Oh, dude. That episode was awesome. Oh, awesome. like and like I the episode even, how it ended him. introducing him. I was like, holy shit. And then like the whole fight with uh, Fennec was like, oh, God. That See, was, cool. that's, that was that's where dream. I think the show is going to go. I think that I think that Crosshairs is going to become like a bounty hunter of some kind. And I don't think it's going to happen. I don't I think, think that's is. where it's going to go. But, but I did. I did I think it was funny for a second when cool. uh, that episode where they they find them in uh, the, the broken down um, ship uh on that one planet uh to take out their their the ships out of their head and then uh he gets like fucked up like his face gets all messed up and then they wrap all these bandages around his head and i was like one have we seen dengar yet canonically oh lore wise in this Holy show to are they gonna turn crosshair into dengar because i don't want that and i was so happy that they didn't do that because there was a second like the way it was wrapped around his head i was like no please don't Please don't be Wait, this. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, so there was a, there was a, there was a bunch yeah. of, of of little misses where I was like, oh my god, are they are they really gonna do the rancor thing? Is this gonna be the actual? It's not the actual rancor. It's I've looked it up. It's not the actual rancor. It's, Is it it's not? A, it, it was. No, it's not. It was. A, it's not. It was a baby rancor. By the time it grows no. up, it, okay, it's it's, right. it's it's there's like there's like canonically. I don't know. I googled it and it's like it canonically cannot be the same rancor. But they did a lot All of things. Right. So it's like. Are you doing this? Are you really? Do- I, th- okay, I, I think the not. implication in that show is that it was the right. I think that's rancor. what they intended for the for that episode. Uh, there was something else that I wanted to talk about. And I forget what it was, but I don't know. I enjoyed it I, I, again. Yeah, like I've never been like super high off of any season one of any Filoni show. Um, but I, I think this this does kind of like the same job as most of the other season one of a Filoni show where it, it starts the groundwork. It does unfortunately feel like we're starting the groundwork all over the, uh, again with the pacing of this uh, first season and stuff like that. But I'm excited for the future. Um, and I just I, I, I want to know where Thrawn is. I want to know where my big blue boy is and what he's up to. I want to know where my blue haired boy uh, Ezra is. I just need to get there. We need to get there, Tim. I, I want to see Sabine Wren in live action and all these rumors this week of her being cast. I'm like, who's it going to be? Because it's going to be awesome. I, I hope yeah, it's a nobody. I guys. hope it's a nobody. Really? Yeah. I, uh, that, that's like uh, that's definitely a character like because of um, 
also because of uh, Rosario Dawson playing like Ahsoka and stuff. Like I, I would just have preferred that they would be like no name actors because now I feel like people tie Rosario Dawson more to Ahsoka than Ahsoka as a character herself because of Mandalorian season two. But that's just personally me. Um, yeah. Whatever. See, I mean, I, these rumors are like a lot of Condor. I'm like, I'm fucking in that. I'm so 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 down for that. Mm. But I don't <laughs> it's know. exciting. It's it's. I it's never a, watched Deadly Class, so I, she was in she was in that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was so I, I, I only okay. watched episode one, but she was cool. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my my rebels re, are not rewatched. Oh yeah, re-watched. we need an update, Tim. Where are yeah, you at? I, I, the, the update's not going well. Uh, oh the, no. It's just life's life's been life, guys. But, yeah. Uh, no, like, I know. I'm half halfway through season two, and I am fucking loving it. And I, dude, rebels. Rebels is good. Rebels is yeah. damn good. It, it still has a lot of the same problems I'm talking about Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but it's like, the, I am so into that cast. I think that they're, they're fantastic. Um, and the, they do a much better job of Bad Batch of, you know, Roger saying like, what the fuck did Echo do? What the fuck did Tech do? It's like, we know what they're all doing. Yeah. And anytime you're like, what has, uh, what's the big guy's name? Um, uh, Zeb. 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 What's what has Zach really been doing recently? Then the moment you start thinking that, he gets an episode, exactly. and yep. it's a very cool thing. Like, yeah, yeah. everybody a, a gets nice, their moments, and yeah, yeah. and they nice all get their moments together as well, and it's so good. And yep. I just, I, yep. I, I encourage you, Tim, whenever you get the the free time to try to to f- try to finish season two at least, because oh yeah, I need your no, thoughts I, on gonna, Rebel finish season Rebels two for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, my, my advice is to watch it slowly. You can watch it over time because I am going to be watching for the first time the series finale tomorrow, which I'm very excited of Rebels. Whoa. So, yeah. So I've been, I've been taking my time with it, uh, watching an episode a week or so. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's, it's just I'm very excited. This, this show is fucking fantastic. Yeah. And that yeah. match is OK. well let us know in the comments below what you think about bad batch what you think about the future of star wars um what i'm really interested not to to go on too much longer here but like we're you know we're about to hit a a major saturation point of star wars content like you know mcu kind of was a slow rolling last two years for um for many fucking reasons but uh the the phase four kind of introduction with the disney plus stuff like you know we're in this mode now where we've already had three mcu shows we're on our fourth now we know that we're getting more 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 star wars it's like mandalorian season one big break mandalorian season two bad batch but we're about to get visions and then it just kind of feels like book of boba fett is going to topple down into a mcu like mm-hmm. constant boom 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 of growing these things so hopefully those breadcrumbs might start turning into a meal quicker. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We'll so see. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we got Kenobi to look forward to, guys. Yeah. Let us know in the comments below how excited you are for Kenobi. Uh, and remember, subscribe to the Kind of Funny Screencast and remain here for all of your movie and TV needs. Till next time, I love you all. Goodbye.